Lesson from the letter of St. Paul the Apostle to the Philippians. Brethren, rejoice in the Lord always. Again I will say, rejoice. Let all men know your forbearance. The Lord is at hand. Have no anxiety about anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which, find, which passes all understanding, will keep your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Finally, brethren, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is gracious, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. What you have learned and received and heard and seen in me, do, and the God of peace will be with you. Continuation of the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. At that time the disciples came to Jesus, saying, Who is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? And calling to him a child, he put him in the midst of them, and said, Truly I say to you, unless you turn and become like children, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. Whoever humbles himself like this child, he is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. Whoever receives one such child in my name, receives me. Saving Words of the Gospel Today we celebrate the Feast of St. John Bosco, a very great saint of, the, of a difficult time in uh, our Western civilization's history, um, a time of industrialization and, uh, and urbanization. And uh, he worked in Turin, which is uh, Torino, which is in northern Italy. And uh, he did a great deal with, uh, to, to help uh, children, uh, especially orphans and street children, uh, children who had gotten themselves into trouble with bad behavior and even crime, uh, juvenile delinquents, we would call them, I suppose. And uh, he developed uh, a way of dealing with them um, Rather than uh, submitting them immediately to some kind of punishment or restriction, he developed a method called the preventive uh, system, I think it's what it's called. Anyway, he, um, he was a, a great devotee of, of Mary, under the title of Mary Help of Christians. And uh, he, did, he started a work called uh, the Salesians of Don Bosco, and was canonized a saint uh, in 1934. Uh, by Pius XI, who had known him. Um, this is a, his accomplishments are really, and, and what he did, are really too great to recount um, in, a, in a little Ferberino like this. And so I would encourage you today to spend some time looking around online to find uh, out more about St. John Bosco. And if you, you look, one of the things that you're going to notice is the enormous things, uh, number of things, that have resulted from his efforts when he was alive, uh, the number of, of institutions and, and churches and, and universities and so forth that are, that are founded from the Salesians. Uh, he had this the spirituality of, of St. Francis de Sales, and so his, uh, his, his followers are called Salesians. So uh, there's a, actually, it's interesting, we have this, 
we have this letter from St. Paul, rejoice in the Lord always. It will say rejoice. This is one thing that we had in Advent. And this, uh, this reminds me of the, the story about the three wise men who come to adore the baby Jesus. And uh, one of them is a, uh, is a Benedictine. And he gazes, at the, he gazes at the Christ child. And, he, and he, as he gazes at him, he contemplates all the beautiful Gregorian chants and antiphons and so forth that he's going to sing about the, uh, about the Christ child. And the next one who comes up is a Dominican, and he's, he's gazing at the child, and he's thinking about the great uh, theological tracts that he's going to write, and the articles and so forth, um, explaining the, the mysteries and, um, and details of the, the implications of the, the Incarnation. And there comes up, uh, the next wise man who comes up is a Salesian, and he, he gazes longingly at the child, and then walks over to Joseph and says, would you like to enroll a boy in our school? Um, the Salesians had great zeal uh, for this, and they're great educators, and uh, they, are, they have been a true gift to the church. Um, we have um, something in the, uh, in the letter uh, to the Philippians today, in the, this epistle. Um, Paul, when he writes this, is in prison. And he's talking about freedom of anxiety, from anxiety while he's in prison. But there must be something troubling the, the community there in, in Philippi. And so what he does, basically, is he's channeling in this section the, the section in the Sermon of the Mount. It's basically the, the, the approach in the Sermon of the Mount, taught by our Lord in Matthew 6. When the Lord is saying, do not be anxious about your life or what you shall eat or what you shall drink, not about your body or what you shall put on. Life is more important than food. Is not the body more important than clothing? Look at the birds in the air. They neither sow nor reap. You know the, you know the passage. And so he gives this command to the Philippians. And our immediate reaction might be to say, well, Okay, Paul, if you say so, but how do we do that? How do we free ourselves from anxiety? Just like that? What do we do? And he goes on, um, and he says uh, what, they have, what you have to do. It says, have no anxiety about everything, but, and here it comes, in everything, and... He says in everything. He doesn't say, uh, well, in some things. Uh, he doesn't say, well, in like 50% of the things that you do. In everything, by prayer and supplication. Oh, we're with him so far. Prayer and supplication. Yeah, all right. Prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your requests be made known to God. Prayer and supplication and thanksgiving. Thanksgiving seems to be the key in this. Um, it's a practical, it's a practical point from Paul uh, about how to find uh, peace. If we offer prayer and thanksgiving, this is a very good. It's a good thing in itself. It's important to do. It's necessary. It's obligatory. Um, it should be our our duty and our pleasure to do it. 
but that pleasure tie is the concept that ties us into thanksgiving thanksgiving for whatever it is that we are receiving in the moment even those elements that that might cause us anxiety certainly looking at the past and being thanksgiving you know thankful for the things in the past also being thankful for the things in the present but looking forward as well to be grateful and thankful to God for whatever is going to come I think this is the key to how Paul will give this imperative rejoice rejoice let all men know your forbearance the Lord is at hand so there's practical life advice life coaching from Paul from prison Dominus Obiscum Oremus Venite Filio Dite Me Timor Domini Docebo Vos